Hello, and welcome back to the ring. I, of course, am your host, the one and only, yes, yes, it's me, Dr. B.O.B., and with me again this week, the co-hostess with the mostest, the man who will never make you sign an NDA because he'll never do with that anything that untoward, the one and only, Rob the Lawyer. How are you, Rob? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Sorry, I'm, the NDA thing was the best I could come up with. On yeah, it works. It's, it's still relevant. People are still talking about it. And as far as I know, I was talking to somebody on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. And it's Twitter. It's still it, Twitter. It, it's still Twitter. Things. He's another attorney as well who's also a wrestling fan. And we're both of the opinion that in a few weeks when the answer comes out and the motions to dismiss are ultimately filed, it's going to be another shit, uh, shit show on Twitter because people are going to be jumping to so many conclusions again. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, the I mean, the whole thing has to play out. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind that he is extremely guilty of being an extremely awful piece of shit. Whether, whatever that means with this particular lawsuit or the the federal case or the filings or any of that, I think that that will all that's that'll all be cleared up. But yeah. I think it's pretty universally accepted that Vince McMahon is just a total piece of shit. Oh, he is. He's a hundred percent. I have no like true whether the allegations are true or not. Um, you know, I'm of the opinion that you don't, you can't make certain things up. And the allegations that came out, I mean, you'd have to be a very creative person to come up with half the stuff that happened in that. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think anyone, you know, is that creative in general. No. So those, that's that's more fact than fiction. And, you know, I mean, even if it's not, you have, you know, you have like, there are at least several NDAs that we were rumored to know about when they did the, the, you know, the initial investigation. And as someone pointed out, that was just, you know, lawyers coming in with no authority, just coming in and just reviewing, you know, doing a surface review of everything. So they probably didn't know all this stuff. And from the looks of it, it was like Vince breached his own agreement. And that's what caused us to come to light. Oh, yeah. Yeah. wasn't it that they were just looking like the original investigation was just looking to see if he used company, company money, money to pay for yeah. the NDAs? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> this is a whole other can of worms. Oh yeah, yeah. Or a whole other collection of dildos named this after was, wrestlers. However, you exactly. Want to this is a new. This is a new. Um, this was an area that they weren't really concerned with. Yeah. I, I mean that in the sense of what they were trying to find. They were looking for company money, not necessarily this. Well, yeah, and I don't, that's the thing is, I don't think anybody doubted that Vince had sex with women in the company and then paid them a lot of money and made them sign an NDA. I think, I don't think anybody suspected it was this, um, this kind of awful, you know, that there was actual sexual assault. I mean, I've. We, I was always going on the assumption that these were kind of just consensual affairs with girls that in they, the office. Yeah, because, I mean, he, that's, you know. And that's what people, like, you know, don't really understand, too, in general. NDAs aren't just because you did something bad. It's just you don't want your private life leaked out. Mm-hmm. So, and I was under that assumption, too, that this was just, you know, him having affairs, didn't want it in the public eye because of Linda being, you know, running for senator. 
Well, and, so, you know, you didn't want it to crash the WWE stocks if it were yeah, to come exactly. out because then that would be a scandal, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. So I figured that was it too, to see, to see that there are some involved, you know, non-consensual acts that were, um, you know. Well, this wasn't even. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but, you know, just, just not, you know, just, just the for borderline. Me, it's, it's the grooming, the manipulation. Yeah. yeah. The, that's because. A lot of the stuff, and I've said this on Twitter, I'm sure you've heard this. A lot of the stuff that he was into by by the text messages and stuff, there are people that would gladly be into doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he, yeah, exactly. It, but, but he was he, look, he was grooming people to yeah, do that, and that's just wrong. on vulnerable people to make them do it uh, with his position of power. Will, yeah, which is com- something completely different than yeah. you know oh i've got this fantasy and you know a lot of people are going to think it's really sick but i found this other person that's really into it and i was like there's 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 levels to this shit yeah literally and he you know it's it's, it's the grooming that's the bad part yeah well, i think people also part, I think. worst part i mean yeah. it's, it's it's they're all bad parts but not all you get what i'm saying yeah yeah the grooming and the you know sexual assault and the fact that he he was pimping her out to other people in the company so on and so forth i know the only reason we're touching base on this first thing is because we haven't been able to say anything about it because we haven't been able to get our schedules together yeah to record so i wanted since we haven't recorded since it came out i wanted to at least just kind of touch base and also send up we here at Back of the Ring think Vince McMahon is a piece of shit and probably won't be reviewing any of his matches or segments going I'm, forward. I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm good with that. I mean, I like, it's, I, you know, I joke on, on Twitter that, like, oh, do I have to list every single grievance I have with Vince McMahon in order to make a comment about something? But the reality is, I mean, if I could pin a, tra- a tweet, I would definitely do that, you know, explain that this guy is a complete on a you know a complete piece of shit that's just because there's there's nothing else just because one person has done something that's worse doesn't forgive another person for doing something that's bad exactly you know but you know he is you know if if it wasn't for the fact that he's connected to the history of wwe's oh did i lose you i think i lost him What's going on with my... I think he does need to be erased from history because he's... It's just... Uh, the rumors that came out about him, not necessarily connected to the NDAs, but, mm. you know, they've always been about, around, like, the whole Jimmy Snooker thing, the just... Uh, um, you know, there's, there's a bunch more stories that I'm blanking on at the moment. It, he yeah. always seemed like a very shady um, businessman. I mean, even the Montreal Screwjob was a bad thing. Yeah. And that was, like, tame compared to everything else we've learned. But you know, I mean, it's just if if you could erase him from history, I think that's I think that's almost the wise thing to do. Maybe just put him as a footnote, like with um his dad, who's barely ever mentioned with it. Yeah, yeah, actually, and the the thing is, is, the real shame of it all is there's so much of like you were saying the history of the WWF WWE that is in. I mean, look at Stone Cold's entire career was based around his feud with McMahon pretty much. Yeah. You know, I mean, if if not with Vince, it was the corporation, which was, you know, headed by Vince, Mm -hmm. that entire, you know, that the entire attitude era was built around him. 
as the like he was the you know public enemy number one for a lot of the faces mm-hmm. and now you know i mean yeah it's gonna be hard to remove him i think doing their best to distance themselves as much as they can is the is the wise move yeah and i think they're doing you know a pretty decent job right now yeah, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those fine lines to tread to be like this person existed, but we can't really celebrate the fact that he was a big reason why the company became so successful. Yeah. You know, um, I would be shocked like if they actually like I mean they probably can mention him a few times, but if they put him in like the Hall of Fame or something, that he's would never just be, going in the Hall. No, he's of never fame. going to be in there. But you 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 never know. He can't. I mean, he can't. Well, my wife. Speaking of Hall of Fame, my wife brought up a good point this this uh, last hmm. week, or this was just a couple of days ago. She's like, you know, Triple H is in charge of the Hall of Fame now, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. She's like, China's going to get inducted. I was like. Yeah, I I don't see any reason why not. I mean, it had it was Vince that was the big pushback about that, wasn't it? Really? I I mean, I heard I knew there was some pushback, but I didn't know if it was Vince. I always thought I always assumed it was Vince. I guess. I mean, it would make sense. Vince or the board, maybe. I mean, maybe maybe TKO won't let him, but I would assume that Triple H is going to push harder against the board for China to get inducted than Vince ever would. Yeah, I mean, I know she's inducted as part of DX, but you know she needs her individual, an individual. Um, I think she should. I think you know, just the uh, when she came along, she really did change the game for women wrestlers, especially for larger women wrestlers, muscle bodybuilder women. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so there we go. There with that. Okay, let's get down to. <laughs> actual business <laughs> i got a list here it's not very long but you know you know us we can take we can take a five minute subject and stretch it to an hour and a half if we need yeah to. um so wrestling catch up uh there's a lot that's been going on i haven't i don't know what's going on at aew like at all like i haven't watched anything i haven't really even been paying attention my understanding is based on what i'm seeing is that it's all about getting free agents i don't know what's happening storyline wise but that seems to be what um fans are excited about and that is i don't know if you have that gotta collect that, them all pretty much it's, it, they're, they're tony khan's pokemon at this point mm-hmm. and you know I, I have two thoughts on that one if your biggest story is a non i'm gonna call it a non-story because it's not related to anything that's happening in the ring or in uh, involving any angles. It if your not. biggest stories are about who you can sign and who you don't sign, that's not a good sign. No, that's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. Uh, yeah. Well, it's like here you have Tony and, and it's the service like, to your product. Yeah. I'm sorry. You keep going in and out. I don't know what's happening. Oh, I don't know. It might be my interconnect. I keep getting a sign that says my internet connection is a little bad. So, but um, I keep. Uh, but what was I going to say? Even if you're signing free agents, and that's part that should be part of an on of a storyline that's ongoing. Like we're going to bring in somebody that's just going to kick your. Ass, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of, oh well, we just signed so and so. Okay, what's he going to do? We don't know yet. <laughs> We're just going to put him in a match with Daniel, um, I'm sorry, Brian Danielson and hope that you guys love it. 
we'll hope that Brian Danielson doesn't lose another limb or another eyeball or, you know, yeah. So they've got Okada, Mercedes Monet, formerly Sasha Banks and um, Will Ocean Spray. Here's, this is another problem is two of the three of those people, the majority of American audience has no clue who they are. Like none. You know, they've seen Ocean Spray. If they watch AEW, you know, so he's doing fan service to the fans he already has, but they're not going to bring in any more people. And Sasha's not going to really bring in any more people if she doesn't get injured in her first couple matches back, which, you know, had a big back and forth with somebody about that this week. I saw. Because <laughs> I just called her fragile, which I'm sorry, but she is. You yeah. know, between her injuries and after WrestleMania, don't forget after WrestleMania when they lost those tag titles, she took like eight months off, just disappeared. Yeah. You know. Well, it's a wrestling style. She She's way, way too, um, I guess, fast frenetic. and loose with her moves. She's frenetic. frenetic. Yeah, that's a good way. Frenetic. That's a good way of yeah. it. Like a frenzy. Yeah, I... I yeah, I think we've talked about this before. She gets sloppy because she's trying to do too much too quickly. Yeah. And it it just, every time I watch a wrestler, I'm like, God, you're going to hurt yourself or your opponent. You're going to hurt yourself or your opponent. Like, And she normally does. Or not to say normally, but she has in the past. Yes. So it's just, it, like I said, Okada, huge name in Japan. I would have loved to have seen him go on. He's the one guy I would have loved to have seen go to WWE because I, he's got the build. And he can actually wrestle. He can put together good matches. Because remember, this is the guy who made Kenny Omega, who made everybody believe Kenny Omega was the greatest wrestler on the face of the planet. Yeah, was Okada. Is <laughs> those matches with him? And yeah. I have to believe that that's Okada's fault, not Kenny's, because I've seen what Kenny can do when left out to his own devices, and it's not yeah, exactly. I would go on too. Yeah. But. That was deliberate. <laughs> We're talking about Kenny Omega. I, I get tired. <laughs> so, you know, that is what it is. And also, then you have uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. He's broken orbital socket. I think he's got like half an arm hanging on now. The poor guy, like, when he went to AEW, I was like, okay, you know, at least there'll be somebody I can look forward to a good quality professional wrestling match from. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because you and I both got into it with somebody. That, I don't know if you you guys have seen this clip, but there's this clip. Apparently, it's 45 seconds long. I only made it through the first, like, 10 seconds. I um, watched the whole thing. I actually watched the match because I was I was trying to figure out who this guy was that he was facing. I could have I should have just googled it. Yeah, Zack Saber Jr., who was in yeah. the Cruiserweight Classic with WWE. WWE offered him a contract, and he said no. And now he's in New Japan. And uh, but they're they're sitting. I don't even know what kind of leg lock that's supposed. It was to just be. a grapevine, you know, but. They neither of them were working the leg. They slapped each other in the face, then spit at each other, then kicked each other in the literally really kicked each other in the face several times. Is that am I doing that justice? Yeah, no, that's that's exactly what happened. I mean, it was almost like shoot kicks mm-hmm. to the face, and all I could think of is, hmm, that's another brain cell he's losing. That's another concussion, most likely ready to happen. That's another, you know, um, hemorrhage or aneurysm that he's about to get. Yeah. 
And, you know, I used to, I, I'm a big Daniel Bryan fan. I'm not a Brian Danielson fan because I think the guy has no um, regards to his safety. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, I, I, I heard rumors that when he was forced to change his wrestling style in WWE, that he was irritated by that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, that can't be true. Who wouldn't want to like protect their safety? Who wants to be, you know, another vegetable by the time they're in their 40s? And then I see him here and it's like, oh, he does. He wants to be a vegetable for some stupid reason because no one's going to remember these matches. I'm, you know, like there's, here's something that people, I think, forget. There is literally an overabundance, an oversaturation in the market for wrestling right now. Mm -hmm. There are, every night you will find wrestling on TV. Mm Mm-hmm. No one's going to remember on small shows that you decided to do a. I mean, I don't know if this was a small show. I, I, I was, I'll say that, but no one's going to know. It was a know New Japan show, so who knows? But was it like their Wrestle Kingdom or anything? I don't know what. I, I have no idea. I don't okay. keep up with New Japan anymore. So. Well, my point is that no one, but I know you can't get that domestically in the U.S. You have to like stream it or something. No one's going to remember that match in like a month. And that entire one minute segment probably is indicative of the rest of the match and how it was going there probably stiff uh, being stiff with them the entire match it's taking it's going to take time off your career it's going to make your golden years you know a pain where you're going to be on painkillers most likely Mm -hmm. and what was the reason people remember mick foley falling off of a off of the hell in a cell match because it was a big pay-per-view in a big Mm storyline and it was and but it was and it was and safely it, done and it had never been done before yeah no one's gonna remember like i'm gonna tell you in 10 years oh remember that time daniel bryan got his head kicked in you're gonna go which which time sorry he's he you you you, you timed out there for a second hold on it's not gonna it's not gonna go you well timed for out. Him. i timed out again yeah yeah i, I saw saying, you froze. you were about to say which one yeah, but it was, it was like, like my point is, which one, which one, what match, what year? Because they're all the same. Mm-hmm. No one these 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 segments, these sequences are all the same in every match. It's just who's hitting harder. No one's going to remember it, and that's sad. And he's not going to remember it because of all the concussions he takes. So he's doing himself he's doing himself a disservice by you know cutting his career short by d- taking unnecessary risks for no reward. Every and, year. The Miz's promo from Talking Smack becomes more and more relevant. And every year people try to say that Miz lost on that one because he works safe. I would rather see him work safe because oh. look at him now. He's doing, um, you know, jumping tornado DDTs mm-hmm. and, you know, where people his age, where people who wrestled that way, you know, when they were younger, can't even do those moves anymore. Yeah, he's doing he, more he struggled to hit them. He's opened up his moveset since he's become a oh, extremely over babyface. Like, yeah. let's face it, every time he comes out there, he gets cheered. Every match he's in, people are cheering for him. He's, you know, partnered together with R-Truth again, who yeah. is another guy. I mean, literally on SmackDown he, the other night, they were cheering, we want truth, when he was just in a backstage segment for, like, two seconds. Exactly. But you know what I like about Miz, too? This was a complaint people had against Finn Balor. When you turn into the demon, it's the same move set. When Miz wrestles as a heel, he has a heel move set, mm-hmm. and it's not just like choke codes and stuff. It's him doing the Miz kicks, mm-hmm. or well, you know, he still the, does them now. He does them now, but it's cheer. like, but you would cheer him. But he adds to his arsenal 
depending on what he's what alignment he is. If oh, yeah. he's good, he'll do some top rope moves or some you know now some high risk stuff. If he's a heel, it's you know a lot, a lot of striking, cheating, uh, yeah, tr- striking underhanded things. Yeah. yeah, there's very few wrestlers today that actually know how to do that. And Miz is probably just because he's a little more old school because he's come he comes from the ruthless aggression era. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, knows how to do that. And you know, oh yeah, well I mean oh yeah, we just lost you again, Miz. Well, we'll hold on. He'll come back in just a second. Maybe I just need to open this up. Yep. Am I am I back? Okay. Yeah. I, I I was just I don't know if you caught the last part, but I, what I'm saying is I'm glad that we have this podcast because it's allowing me to appreciate the Miz now in his current run and all his runs, you know, from the since we started doing this, as opposed to when he retires and I look back on it and say, oh, the Miz was really actually good. Mm-hmm. No, I get to appreciate that now because we're watching we're watching how, you know, he may not have the crazy sequences where they're no selling Canadian destroyers, but he has too much respect for the the business to do something like that. Yeah. Well, and also he, he has too much respect for the fans in his body. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I could do that, but I can't do What's that point? every match. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He would probably take a Canadian destroyer in a big match, in a big moment where it would actually mean something. Yeah. He's not going to do it, you know, in the third match on a random Monday night raw. Yeah, that's and then, and no solids. Yeah, that's that's the big difference. Is is it's not that I don't like these big moves. I think they're great. They're cool looking. But you gotta the less you see them, the more impactful they are. The more they mean. And, yeah. Uh, and to your to to what you were saying, you know, earlier, Biz. Yeah, he can he can do those high spots now because as a babyface, you want people to cheer you. If you do a high spot as a heel, you run the risk of people cheering the heel because the spot looked cool. Yeah, like when MJF thing. does a 450 splash for some reason. Yeah, that's the last thing you want. In in the Bill Watts school of professional wrestling, the last thing you want is people to cheer the heel. Yeah. You, know. you don't want to take the heat off the face. You yeah. want to keep... you. you you want him to shine yeah. by doing yeah. all the cool stuff. You want stuff. people to yeah, cheer for the baby face so that you can get booed so that they hate you more, like or yeah. hate you more, like him more. I yeah. mean, it's very basic storytelling when you get right down to it, but that's it's lost on a lot of people. Well, I think they, I don't think people understand what they mean by by telling a story throughout a match. You know. They'll say, oh, well, he's referencing something they did back in the Tokyo Dome five years ago. It's like, no, 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 no. That's that's not storytelling. People, that's, people have to that's actually Easter remember eggs. the first match that you're referencing yeah. to go back to it. Those so, are Easter eggs. That's not storytelling. Yeah, right. There you go. Very good point. Good point. Um, so that's, yeah, that's Daniel Bryan. Is completely, again, another guy that's kind of thrown his legacy as a wrestler away. I'm sure we'll they'll wheel him out in a wheelchair when he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame eventually. Yep. But um, sad, yeah. Well, it's gonna it's be sad. That's a very realistic possibility. It, it's like Dynamite Kid, man. He's trying because this is what Dynamite Kid did, and I mean, I guess he's taken better care of himself overall because he's probably not using a lot of the drugs that Kid did. But it's still... I'm gonna excuse Dynamite Kid though a little bit on this because that was during a time where they didn't know the long term effects. 
Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This this is much worse because he knows and he's really willingly doing it. You know, he's literally seen other people go through. Well, he's got a guy, Jeff Hardy, in his own fucking in the same wrestling company who can barely walk oh, trying God, yeah. to do swanton bombs through tables. I remember when people were telling me online that that was a gimmick. That was like a character who was trying to do that. He can't, that he's messing up on purpose. If that was a storyline, it went nowhere. Well, that would be like every other storyline in AEW, but yeah, that's completely Although, beside it, the point. No, that's, yeah. that, that, that might be, I guess. No, I'm being serious. Someone got on, someone got on my case. Cause I was, I mentioned, I, I made a comment about him you know, missing a, um, Whisper in the wind, like he completely fell off the rope, mm-hmm. and someone said, "Oh no, that's because he's selling that he that, that he may not think he has the ability to do these things anymore." And I'm like, "No, I think he really just fell. I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't really think it was planned. He can't do them. The only yeah. thing he can do now is fall off of high things. Yeah, and flip, do a little flip. His swanton doesn't even look like his original swanton. Oh no, no, his swanton looks. Kevin Owens has a better swanton than Jeff Hardy now. Yeah." So there you go. Um, all right, let's get to to W. Let's get to the good shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we missed. We didn't get to talk about the Rumble. Royal Rumble was awesome. I thought. It I was. thought it was a great, great Rumble. Both matches. I thought the women's did drag a little in the middle because you had like the 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 midget wrestling when you had what was it? Uh, Katana Chance and Candice LeRae and. Uh, I forget who who else was in there. There's like three or four women that were all under like five foot in there at the same time, and I was like, "Oh god, this is this is just bad." Like, yeah, there can't... was a definitely a there was a noticeable slowdown in that in that match right around the middle. Mm-hmm. It dragged completely, and I don't know why, but it just was like I kind of like was bored at that point, and then it picked up at the end again, which was nice. Well, when the big girls started coming back in. Yeah. You know, with the the girls when you were like, oh, she's gonna come in and kick some ass and uh, so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, but yeah, shout no, out to Jade Cardell. <laughs> that was she. She did. She was impressive. Yeah, I she liked looked it. really good. She, she eliminated uh, Becky, Nia, Nia mm-hmm. and um, who when else? She, when she picked up Nia, I was I, I popped big time because she just picked her up. That wasn't Nia like boosting herself up nope. to get picked up. She just straight up. Because you can see the expression on Nia's face. She never had anybody pick her up like that before. Oh, yeah. Just power her ass up and over the ropes. I want to, I wish I knew who produced that, that match because they did a great job mm-hmm. in terms of what they were doing with Nia. They had, um, who was it? Tone, um, what is her name? I can't remember her name. I almost called her Tony Storm, but that's not it. The, the blonde one that teams with um, Shayna. Oh, Zoe Starks. Zoe Starks, yeah. They had her try to lift Nia up. They had um, someone else try to do it. They had an entire contingent try to do it. They really made. Uh oh. Anytime you freeze, I know I lost you. <laughs> so I stopped talking. But what I was saying is they did a great job selling the fact that she couldn't be lifted. And then all of a sudden, Jay just comes in and is like, yeah, um, here we go. Mm. Done. <laughs> that was that, that made her look like a star. Oh, yeah. Um, hold on. Let's see. Oh, I'm going to my video settings. See if I can. Oh, no. I don't know how to do any of this. I don't know what any of this means. 
I am not a video editor by any means. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I, I I completely agree with you. They did a good job setting up that that the last part of both rumbles was great. Of course, we got Punk versus Cody at the very end of the uh, the Men's Royal Rumble, which is the unfortunately the last we're going to see of Punk for a while. Yeah, um, he was growing on me. I'm going to admit that he was. I was starting to like him. Well, we're not going to see him in the ring. I think he's going to be on commentary pretty soon probably selectively maybe at pay-per-views or stuff something because um maybe he'll commentate for the for mania i thought he did a really good job on commentary at the little uh press conference thing they did but that's getting a little bit ahead of myself um cody won the rumble what did you think of cody winning <sighs> the fact that he won or the mm-hmm. how he won like i mean like because I thought that whole exchange with Punk just that just kind of took a little long, but he, but he did that last year with See, Gunther. I liked it. I thought it felt like a match after the match. Like it did, but it was just like okay, I'm. It's already like what eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I'm you, just I like guess. I'm ready to go. Just toss him over. <laughs> um, I'm glad he won. I thought it was I I because I feel like you need somebody who's gonna be there every week. And, you know, contrary to what I thought was going to happen with CM Punk, he's only there on occasion. Mm. You need someone to really, if you're going to put him against Roman, you need someone who's going to be there a lot and he has a history mm. and they can really, you know, uh, you know, go back and forth on promos with stuff. This was perfect. Yeah. I think he was the perfect fit for this one. I do too. Good to see. Good to see your favorite Meg Carter win the Rumble twice in a yes, row. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Maybe if he if he finally beats Roman, he'll be my he'll he'll be one of my favorite um Mid Carters. Now he's right now he's a favorite Mid Carter. <laughs> but uh, so Cody, we think Cody's going to pick pick Rock. He takes you know some time to or going to pick Roman, Roman. Takes some time to decide. Out comes Rock. Oh, and the backlash is awful. So they do a press conference, which I don't know if this press conference was even like, did they schedule this beforehand? Or yes. was this? Yes. Oh, they already had this scheduled beforehand? Yeah. Okay. So, because I'm still on the fence about whether or not how much of this is a a, a pivot and how much of this is the plan. I, I'm digging my heels in. This is a plan. I think it just wasn't carried out the way they thought it was. And it, they relied too much Okay, here's my thoughts, completely honest. Okay. I think Cody misspoke. I mm-hmm. think what he meant to say was, if you watch his promo when he ta- when he brings up The Rock the first time, he says he's not going after the title at Mania. Oh, okay. But not, not not that he's not going to face Roman. He mm-hmm. just because he, he wants to he wants to take everything from him. Yeah. So I'm thinking he wants to take you know his dynasty his his empire away mm-hmm. his bloodline away. He wants to go. Yeah. Hold on. That's audio issues. Our issues this week. You froze, so I just yeah. was quiet again. But I, I'm, I'm thinking that there was a whole like thing where he was going to systematically destroy everything Roman built. Like, just ca- cause the complete collapse of the Roman Empire. Off. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's having Maybe trouble it's my video. video. <laughs> I'm going to stop my video, too. Who knows? All right. Well, we'll see if that works. Yeah. Although now I'm not going to know if you're, if, if you're um, gone. <laughs> Well, if it, if, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll find okay. a way. But that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I think he, that's what was supposed to happen. Then I think when The Rock came out, 
it was okay you're going to be part of my plan to take take out roman mm-hmm. then the press conference oh no you're not part you're not on the same page as me you're gonna be like you're, you're, you're talking about family and history and all this other good stuff you're not looking to destroy roman you're looking to just give him know, a payday uh, give him a payday yeah we're we're, we're running that back i'm taking their spot now that's yeah. what i think was supposed to happen i think everything was there i just think one they overestimated they underestimated the fans ability to understand things and to act reasonably mm-hmm. And they did not do a good job of hitting us over the head with a hammer what was trying to be done. Yeah. Because if you look at everything he said, the clues are there. Yeah. It's just the rock's going to help me take you down. Yeah. That's what it's I just... thought he was doing, too. And then when he walked out of the ring, I was like, what the what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, I think I think there was just a, a miscommunication somehow. And it just you know fell apart because of it. I don't think it was executed the way they envisioned it. Mm-hmm. And so I think this was all a plan because, you know, you, you're not going to bring the, the rock always talks about the long game. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, there we go. Froze again. To the scandal. Yeah. You just froze again. Okay. okay. Well, the one thing I'm going to point out to this is people thought this was a reaction to the scandal, right? Yeah. The scandal happened three or four days before some before, before the Royal Rumble, you know? Mm-hmm. So if they were going to completely, you know, bring in the rock to save them from the scandal, they wouldn't have had Cody win. But this doesn't have anything to do with the scandal. No, it doesn't. Right. That, that to me is showing, cause that's what everybody's hinging on, or I shouldn't say everybody, but most of the people who believe this was a pivot or it was, um, you know, that, that they, that they want, they brought the rock in to save everything or to, um, this was, this was the, this was not part of the original I plan. Mean, it hinges on that whole idea that this was to save the company. I think and it really isn't. I think it's bold. The, that, that whole thing is bullshit because, one, the scandal was going to go away on its own anyway because there's only so much you can talk about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, every time something new, uh, there's new development, it's going to resurface again. But there's nothing you can do about that. Number two, uh, like you said, they wouldn't have a plan to bring it. They wouldn't just bring in the rock. Just, oh, we'll just bring in the rock. Yeah. Number three, no. all of the tickets, almost all the tickets are already sold. Like, it's almost a complete fucking sellout. Yeah. At WrestleMania already. What were they saving? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Pay-per-view exactly. buy rates. You don't have those anymore because of Peacock. And so, you know, ratings? Like the WWE especially now in this climate, like the WWE is really that concerned about their ratings. I mean, they did, what was it? Two and a half million on raw the other week. Like, yeah. come on, come on, give, give, give me a break. Exactly. I think I, I'm kind of, I'm half with you, half without you. My, I think there was some idea of a plan in place to do something with the rock and Cody. I think that they, underestimated the support for Cody and the people's willingness to let this ride a little bit longer. I think agreed. I think the plan might've actually been survivor series or SummerSlam for Cody to win it all. But the backlash to even just having the rock there face to face with Roman, they were like, okay, no, we're not going to, we're going to go back to, to plan B or C. You know what I mean? There's always a plan B. 
Yeah. You got to have multiple ways you can go with anything. So I think that they went back to that. They were also, they had to do something once they had to figure out something for Seth to do because he doesn't really have an opponent now. No, I mean, they're they're building up, they're building up Drew, which I think will be the case, but still. I think a triple threat with Drew and Sammy. I could see that. You know, or something. Sammy's going to be involved some some somehow some way. Either that, or you put Sammy up against Omos because he's yeah, the ultimate not? other dog, underdog. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Omos and Sammy could have a really great match. To be honest with yeah. you, Sammy can bring out Sammy can bring out the best in a lot of people. So you know, why not can, Omos? He can go. He can sell. You know what I mean? He's got enough. Yeah. He he can fly around enough, but he's also big enough that like. He could look like he fly if he flies into Omos. Omos is that actually might hurt. Oh, does that make sense? Yes. So I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? It could be Ivar versus Omos for all we know. Which wouldn't be bad. That, I like Ivar. I I like Ivar a lot more than I did when I I like it more than I did when he was in a tag team. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the end of the Viking Raiders. To be honest, Ivar is thriving. I think it's a good thing. I think when when Eric comes back, they'll they'll be a good tag team, and they're going to get a better presentation than they had under Vince too. That's the thing. Oh yeah, it's like, I mean, how long is it? It's taken this long just for just for Triple H to kind of weed some of the other Vince stuff out. You know what I mean? Get rid of Kevin Dunn and, and start doing things really differently. Like, what was even like the last? camera angle isn't better? <laughs> yeah. The, the camera angles, the uh, the graphics, you know, in between the commercial, where they go to the commercial break, like they threw up last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, just different little things. The um, the little promos people are cutting as they're walking down the That is awesome. I really appreciate that. To the thing, you know, like it's, it's a different presentation. If it works, I think overall it's working better. The getting rid of the three man booth, I love that. I can't stand the three man booth. Yeah, it's necessary. You know, you got two guys is is good. I like McAfee and Cole work well together. It's freaking Wade Barrett and and uh, Corey Graves sound like they've been together forever. Yeah, already. So I like that tandem too. Uh, it's been really good. So anyway, uh, they have the little press conference. Cody comes out when Rock's talking about, you know, family, blah, 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 the biggest match in wrestling history. But there's no the thing that I got from it is there was no like animosity in the Rock's voice when he was talking about this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's what Cody really wanted. is he wanted somebody to knock Roman down a peg, not build a friendly Roman exhibition yeah. and give him, you know, because Roman's like, oh, I'm going to have a sweet payday. I'm going to pin, you know, I'm going to pin the Rock and get a lot of money and then nobody will be able to touch me and you know cody comes out this is bullshit and then the rock slaps him and then everybody's in everybody's face and the other thing this felt real i don't know how to put it like no i know what you're saying and i agree i know what you're i should say i know what you're trying to say i agree it definitely it felt authentic yes yes i was gonna say original but that i was like that doesn't make sense but yeah, it felt like these are things that these people would say. They weren't yes. they weren't necessarily reading off of a script or being told exactly what or how to say it. 
you know, the slap kind of came out of from out of freaking nowhere. Nobody expected that from the rock, you know, and now the rocks a heel. And I think this works better than I think what if this wasn't the original plan, this is working out way better than whatever the original plan was, because this is genius. Because yeah. now you've got the rock and Roman in the same corner when you've got Cody and you've got Seth, who I have. I'm assuming that Seth is going to bring in Jay and Sammy to help counter the bloodline during the match. That's my thoughts on it. Yeah. Makes sense. You know, that would make sense for them. I mean, this is going to be, this is not going to be the match that they had at last WrestleMania where it's pretty much just a straight wrestling match. This is going to be an attitude era war ton of run-ins fucking bullshit match yeah but if they do it right it could still be really entertaining yeah and that's kind of what i was alluding to at my view too like where cody wanted to systematically destroy the bloodline because he knows that last year he had it won but what happened solo mm-hmm. paul Heyman, all these people interfered you you remove those from roman's arsenal and then you have Roman having to win it on his own. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that, that's what Cody wants. That's what Cody wanted. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's so I, I do think this was all the plan. I, I don't see, I can't, because again, I can't see them just bringing back the rock. And, you know, like if, if, they, if they didn't think, if they weren't going to bring, if they were going to bring the rock in, they weren't, they shouldn't have had Cody win. Yeah. And that's why I think this was the plan. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not. No, I, mean, I don't know anymore. That's like when yeah. I posted I posted something on Twitter earlier today, folks. And I was just because it was something that you said, or you were you were talking about the main event of Raw, <laughs> and you were sure yeah. what was going to happen. Oh yeah, I was hundred percent sure. Not what happened, and no. I was just like, this is Triple H booking. Like I literally I can't predict a damn thing that's going to happen. Exactly. Like I I swear I thought Nakamura was going to lose. I did too. Just like or or not even get a, not even get a pin. Just like um you know run and finish. He gets you know he starts to get his butt beat and then disqualification. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't expect him to get a. I didn't expect him to get a pin. <laughs> not a not even and, and I mean as close to a clean pin as you can get really. As a heel, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, that was just a distraction. It was just a distraction. Uh, you know, nobody laid a finger on Sammy. Sammy just yeah. got distracted and not hard to ball. advantage. So I'm glad he got that window because he needed that. Yeah, he did. He after did. after blowing mist into Cody's face, Seth Rollins' face, and not be able to get a win, mm-hmm. come on. And I'm glad he didn't have to resort to something like you know the mist again to try to get the win. I, I I was talking with my wife and I was like, well, he needs he needs somebody in the mid to lower mid card that he can feud with. Where if the other person loses after a good match, it's not going to make them look any worse. And it, but Nakamura will look better if he does if he has a strong victory. And then I was like, he should feud with freaking Chad Gable. Yeah. I think Chad Gable and Nakamura would be a really good little, like, you know, three-match feud or whatever. Nothing big, nothing super serious, but just something for both of them to do. Because if Chad looks good against Nakamura, it's going to continue to raise his stock. But Nakamura yeah. getting a win over Chad will make him actually look like A somebody. credible threat. Yes. Yeah. 
because right now he doesn't really, even though he got the win over Sammy, he doesn't look like a real threat in that mid-card division. No. You know what I would love to see eventually happen, but I don't think it's, I can't see, you know, the road to WrestleMania concluding this. Mm-hmm. Gunther versus Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going with the, with Jey Uso. Which is fine. I think Jay deserves it, but I, I, I think a, a feud between those two, Nakamura and Gunther, would be something special. I think they're gonna go. I think they're gonna. I think. I think they're. Well, the Jay program might last for a couple matches, but I think WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and and I actually had this written down as Gunther question mark. I think it's gonna be Braun Breaker. You think he's ready? I I think by WrestleMania he'll be ready to have a WrestleMania match against Gunther. Okay. I I mean he hasn't I mean he's I think he's as ready as he's ever going to be to be up on the main roster. Yeah, I lost you. I said I well I I think Breaker is as ready as he's ever going to be to be up on the main roster. Okay. Yeah, um, he probably needs now he just needs to get some seasoning up there. But then again, you know, they could also I would love to see them bring him and Corbin up together as a tag team. Because yeah. I'm loving Corbin's work with him. The the Wolf Dogs is like the most entertaining tag team in forever. Yeah. <laughs> they have the, the be- absolute best chemistry on their promos. And they're both beasts in the ring. Like, Braun makes Baron look better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Baron's always there liked... to help Braun get smoother. Yeah. I've always liked Baron. But this, to me, feels like the first time that I can ever remember where he's going to be in an act that has tremendous potential to get over. Mm-hmm. And to be like a, you know, um, mainstay on the roster. Yep. Well, I'm is... really like I'm really liking this team. I, oh yeah. Well, in this in this gimmick, I mean, his his whole all this work in NXT has been great for him because he's finally yeah. found his voice as a promo, as a of a, a, a person, as a wrestler. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he's been playing this same character or whatever, doing this same gimmick pretty much the whole time he's been down there now it's just he's with somebody else who has a very similar i don't even know i can't say similar gimmick because they're they're not really the same but no not at all but it just it works so well together you know i don't know and then but we'll see we'll see uh i wanted to hold on give me just a second i gotta get another sure. drink sure Figure out, figure out how to put my earbuds in. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we're, we're really bouncing all over the place here. Okay, so Braun Breaker, I was thinking he was going up against Gunther, but yeah, I mean, you could get Jay. I just think if you're going to use Jay in the Cody thing, you, I don't know if I really want to see him 
in another match unless he's in a match the night before. But even then, why wouldn't the Bloodline mess with him in that match? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see. Keep him off. Keep him off the card because it makes not because it makes no makes no sense. But it was just it. He's needed for a main act kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, plus, I mean, you know. Plus, you if he loses know. to Gunther at Mania, it makes him look like how well, how is he really how is he really going to be able to help anybody? If yep. he wins, it kind of takes the entire heat off of Gunther as well. Well, if he wins, he's going to have to go through an absolute fucking war with Gunther yeah. to beat him. And you know? so he can't be looking fresh as a daisy trying to help Cody and, fend off the bloodline. And no offense, I like Jey Uso. I don't want to see Jey Uso as a singles champion. I like yeah. him. I like him a lot. But I don't think he has the moveset to carry a championship belt. I mean, he, he super kicks. He slap punches. And he does a Samoan drop. And a splash. Mm-hmm. That's really about it. I mean, that's pretty much his whole move set in a dive. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. That's not. If you're going to be a champion, you got to be able to do more than that, in my opinion. Or you're got to be John Cena. Yeah, <laughs> he does not have that charisma yet. No, although he's getting yeet over, so that's yeah. pretty cool. Well, I mean, he's over. He's over as can be, but. That's that's not going to stick with you after you have a couple of rotten matches with with people, you know. Exactly. So that was the thing about Cena is he could get a good match out of anybody because even though he only he did had a very limited move set, he knew how to use that move set to his advantage and make the match suspenseful and get people draw people into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know if Jay has that or if there's a producer or an agent back there that can help Jay get it <laughs> because that's not an easy thing to get. No. You know, John Cena is John Cena for a reason. So, um, let's see what else I want to get to. Uh, oh, so punk got injured at the rumble. I think that that's a legit injury. I think he did get, well, I mean, he had surgery for it, so it's obviously legit, Yeah, you know, um, I think it may be a little less serious than they're making it out to be. Yeah, WWE has a history of doing that. That's yeah. why you know Cena returned in the Rumble one year. Yeah, I I think I think if Drew's not facing um Seth at Mania, I think it's Punk. I think it's well, it's Punk or it's Sammy. Yeah, I think yeah. they've I, they they've definitely kept that whole they they're, they're keeping the feud going. I can't remember who they used to do that with. Was it? I guess it was Owen Hart, mm-hmm. where like they were, you know, teasing the feud after he injured Austin or something, um, and and they, they, that's all they're doing right now is constantly reminding them that Drew injured Punk. Yep. I don't even know if it was Drew that actually injured him. No, it was. Was. Yeah, Drew gave him the. He got injured somehow on the. Uh, um, future shock, right? The future yeah. shock DDT. Yeah, I think he went down. And like maybe one of his arms didn't come down at the exact same rate as Drew's, so it got bent. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's this, this, it's wrestling. Those those shit happen. That shit happens, yeah. especially when you're in your mid forties and you're doing yeah. it. And you know, but to credit to Punk, he he fought it out the rest of that match mm-hmm. and, and put on a good performance. So yeah, you know, I can't no know. complaints there. But I think Seth's injury, on the other hand, is a complete work. Oh, yeah. I think he has knee issues. 
but I think it's really just to give him an excuse to rest up before WrestleMania because he's been going all year and going like nobody's business without a break at all. You yeah. know, constantly putting on banger matches. Like, I think he deserves it, you know, and good for them for giving him that, for making him take, you know, a couple months to, yeah, he'll cut some promos and he might take a bump for somebody in the ring when they attack him or something, but not doing matches. Yeah. So now we get to, oh, the tag belt. What do you think happens with the tag belt? Are we, we, do you think they'll pull the trigger on Awesome Truth winning the tag belts? 100%. Yeah? You think 100%. they do it in Mania? Yes. Nice. That's that's not even, like, out of the most, like, if, out of everything I'm predicting for Mania, that's the one I would put money on. Yeah. 100%. I'm, I'm, fact, I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be a payoff for that, and it's not, and it's going to be, them losing the tag titles. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just great. Do you think that it ends up being the end of the judgment day? Um, no, I think, I think, if, I think if there's a cash in and priest is successful, it goes on a little longer, but if priest is unsuccessful in cashing in, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think that's the end. Yeah. I have, a, I have a feeling the judgment day is kind of run its course. Just I did about. too when they brought in um, Truth. Yeah, but but he got it over, and I think it's like when they um, did the Sammy thing to the Bloodline. Mm-hmm. It just kept, you know, they they're gonna keep it going for a little while longer, milk it a bit, and then go to and then just end it with that. I think that was supposed to be like the end of it, yeah. so they could get the um, so they could get Priest to be on his own. Yeah. And then they're like, well, wait a minute. This is actually pretty, this is actually working. This is, so, this is over. And this is actually, we could, we can do something else out of this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all his shirts have sold out. I went to, I was waiting on that Tom and Nick shirt to go on sale. Yeah. It's not even on the site anymore. They sold out. Jeez. It never went on sale. It never went on sale. And I'm so mad I missed out on that. They have oh. the, you know, the, the, the R-Truth with the, you know, the Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the Damien, list one with the, the list with one the, with the masking tape on it. it yeah, yeah, they have that one still, but they don't have the Tom and Nick one, and I want that's the one I wanted. <laughs> the Tom and Tom and Nick Mysterio. Yeah, that's so funny. You gotta it's, watch it's... out for that Nick Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Truth is just. I'm sorry. He's the best thing about Truth is, and this is the thing I don't think because you know they're doing a little something a little similar with Timeless Tony Storm over on AEW. The problem is, is all the people that interact with Tony Storm, like, it's like they buy into the gimmick. They don't look at it like, yeah. this girl's completely out of her, like, she's batshit fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing mm-hmm. with Truth is, he's such a nice guy, but everybody's always like, what the fuck is wrong with him, you know? So it it adds it, it adds that element of believability where you know because we everybody's got a friend like that who's just they're not all there up the top but they're so nice <laughs> and they're lovable and you like them that you just kind of you you deal with it you know what i yeah. mean yeah so yeah I, I think awesome truth should win the tag belts too just because i want to see Miz get another get some gold around his waist before he wins his 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 next intercontinental championship Mm-hmm. 
because two more times, if he wins it two more times, he'll break Chris Jericho's records for most times holding it and for longest total time holding the Intercontinental Championship. So, and I really, really want to see him get that record because I'm sorry, fuck Chris Jericho. Yes. <laughs> you know, like of all the people that I would love to see a record broken by, I think Chris Jericho is probably right there at the top of the list. I don't even care about the Hulk Hogan record. I think that that's, it is what it is. At least yeah. Hogan contributed something super meaningful to the fucking business and basically, you know, was the backbone of WWF for years. What the fuck did Chris Jericho ever do? <sighs> he was the... Other than invite trans- me to his hotel room. <laughs> he was the transitional first ever undisputed champion. Oh yeah, I mean, that's right. He beat the nope. Rock in Austin in one night with help from outside people in both matches, and was made to look like a joke for the entire title reign. So yeah, that was that was that, that was something. And now, and, and you know, like it, I don't know if how many pe- of the people who listen, how many of the seven to ten people who listen to our show know this, but uh, uh, I've I've read a couple of Chris Jericho's books. He blames Triple H for everything bad that happened in his uh, in his career. Like, literally, everything bad that happened in WWE is somehow Triple H's fault. You know, I'm glad I never read those books because... Actually, I'm, maybe I'm not glad. Because if I read those books, I probably would have been less of a Jericho-holic sooner yep. than what I am now. But, like... He Where really did he come, think his career was going to go, honestly? He, well, he comes off as, like, he. you know how he comes off? He comes off as the whiny crybaby bitch that had that very first promo against The Rock. So that wasn't a character, that was just him. <laughs> well, that was supposed to, he says that that was his character in WCW, and he was trying to bring that out. But as you read the book, you're just like, well, no, that's just kind of just you because he bitched about the whole China double championship thing. He complained about China, said that uh, uh, China was bad mouthing him behind his back because apparently he had given her a black eye or something in a match or, you know what I mean? Something like yeah. that. And like, you know, that Triple H used his pool to, to get me put under to where I'm only losing and China's only winning. And I'm like, no, that's I mean. Okay, so what? You I don't know. It's just it just came off to me as a lot of sour grapes. Yeah, it just sounds like he's a mark for himself. Mm-hmm. Someone has to lose. Someone well, has to win. He believes his yeah. own hype. I mean, he yeah. actually thinks he can sing. <laughs> so You know, there was only one person I think that can actually believe his own hype and actually do it, and that's Bret Hart. Well, yeah, that's he's... because Bret Hart is the best there ever was. Yeah, That's and he's put movie. over a ton of people too. Oh yeah, I can't. Jericho hasn't put over anybody. No, no. I mean, Jer- I mean, like I look at everybody. You know, like it, it's it's funny how I've chosen my favorite wrestlers over the years. And I don't mean like my all time favorites. I mean just the people I like watching, mm-hmm. because I've picked some really you know like crappy ones when I look back at you know when, when I find out like stuff about them. You know. Yeah. I mean Jericho is just oh, he's thought- just a pain. I thought you were going to say you picked some some really crappy choices as far as their booking goes. Oh no no I'm talking like I mean this is this is a bit my favorite wrestlers. I was since, like, thinking I'm, the I'm, other I'm, night. I was thinking. Hold on, let me just finish this thought real quick. Okay. I was thinking the other night when you were like, well, Shinsuke really needs a win. I'm tired of seeing him lose, and I was like, oh god, is this going to be Brad Armstrong all over again? 
Shinsuke <laughs> going to be the next Brad Armstrong for poor Rob? Probably, actually. <laughs> no, okay, okay. So for every Brad Armstrong I've chosen, I've chosen Jericho, mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose, mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. the guy who we'll never name and talk about again. Oh, oh, the murderer? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. then I've chosen guys like, you know, Sting, mm-hmm. Armstrong, Styles, and Guerrero. So it's like, okay. I'm, you know, I'm probably like 50-50 in terms of who I should be supporting. Oh, yeah. I, I, I choose some real winners. I mean, you never hear anything bad about Sting or Styles or, you know, even like Bret Hart or throw in there too. You never hear anything bad about them. Yeah, uh, the only they, thing they, I've ever heard bad about Bret Hart is that, pe- that he was an asshole. But the only people I ever hear that from were actually pieces of shit and deserve yeah. to have Bret Hart be an asshole too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, so. even Scott Hall. Scott Hall was a guy. I mean, yes, he had his demons, but he, you know, he put over anybody you asked him to. Scott I Hall never heard to be paid. Yeah, I never heard anything bad about him. Now Nash, I've heard bad stuff about, but Hall was my guy. I, I, it, like, but it's like I, 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 I chose some real winners over the years. Ugh. I know I should hate Nash because of how I view professional wrestling. I really do. Yeah. yeah. But I just can't hate the guy. No, There's, he's he's got too much fucking charisma it's ridiculous it's just like every time i hear him talk i'm like i really want to have a beer with that dude you know what i mean like he's just he's so laid back and nonchalant about everything no matter what he says and especially now because he gives he gives zero shits yeah him and triple h go ahead go ahead i'm sorry triple h What were you going to say? Hello? Did you? Did I lose you? Yeah, you did. You lost. Uh, I was just, I just was saying if Triple H is listening, he needs to set us up with a, you know, a meeting with Nash so we can have a beer with him. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Just to pick his brain. A table for three. Yep. Mash, Nash and two, and two marks. We yep. probably have to bring our, I bet you if we brought our wives along, he would do it. Oh yeah, because he would want to flirt with our wives. He wouldn't want to talk to us at all. Oh yeah, we, it'd, it'd be table for three. We're just the we're the ones sitting in the background. They're at the table, not us. Table, table for three and two cucks. Yep. Hey, you know I'd be okay with that. Yeah. For that for that situation, as long as it's just that. Sure. Yeah. Why not? No, I uh, um no, I, I I I really like Kevin Nash. So, and he's had some really rough times the past couple years with his son. Oh yeah. And, and losing, yeah. I know losing Scott Hall was hard on him, dude. Yeah, because that was like they that were was they were legit was like best friends. Like they talked yeah. every fucking day. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, we talked about Priest and the Judgment Day. Uh. Let's see. I'm gonna bring up the Elimination Chamber stuff real quick. We can do our little predictions on that. How's how's that sound? Sounds perfect. Okay. But yeah, like. I don't know. I, I guess I've been well known because Ric Flair was one of my favorites, and ooh. oh yeah, Ric Flair, Ric Flair too. <laughs> Jeez, know, he's, he turned out to be. I don't know. I the thing about Ric Flair is, I don't know anything else, any other thing I've heard about him. Like the only thing I've ever heard about him is the plane ride from hell. Everything I've everything else I've ever heard about him has been consensual shit. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I've also never heard him that he hit on or anything underage girls. 
which yeah. you know you could totally see the wrestlers doing in the 80s you know 17 year old oh, 17 yeah. year old girls because in the 80s that wasn't frowned upon as much as it should have been yeah illegal but not frowned upon which yes. was weird yeah but uh that was a weird time in u.s history yeah well, yeah every time is true do we have a match card yet I oh, we got a wikipedia still... page so oh well, that should be something yeah i'm January. gonna be right back just hold on one second okay do 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 we do storylines this is constantly being okay i'm back okay oh yeah that's gonna be well oh, that's gonna be at the elimination chamber okay you back? Yep, I'm here. All right. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of matches set yet. Um, we do have the Judgment Day versus British Strong Style. So I, you, you're thinking the Judgment Day is going to win that, obviously. Yeah. If you're thinking that Awesome Truth is going to. It should be a really good match, though. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm looking Dunn. forward. Yeah. Um,. Oh, man, Tyler Bate, Finn I, I was gonna say, yeah, I was, I was going with Trent Bate. I'm like, that's not his name. Tyler Bate and that Balor and you know, and even Priest. Priest. Gosh, that should tear the that, that should be for a normal match. That should really be, you know, one of the more memorable matches there. Yep. Then we got the women's elimination chamber, which I gotta say, both of us probably have Becky winning that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anyone else who would come close because the win of that goes to Mania, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe maybe live, but I'm going with Becky. If somebody else wins, then they got to make it a triple threat because Becky's got to face Rhea. Like they yeah. both, like you can tell, the storyline they're building is that they both want to face each other. You know yeah. what I mean? So if you're not going to do a payoff to that in the elimination chamber, which I don't see why you don't. Like everybody else is going to be in the elimination chamber can do something else or doesn't have to be on the mania card. No offense to the other girls, but let's, let's be real. Um, if we've already got Bailey and EO, uh, the tag team titles, I don't know who's going to challenge for them at the, uh, the women's tag titles at mania. I'd love to see it be fire and desire and see them actually freaking win and have a good match. But who knows about that? Yeah. Just because those are my girls, man. Those are two of my favorites from NXT UK. I know. Uh, and they unceremoniously lost their first match. Yeah, they lost their first the- match. And then they got, like, I was at that SmackDown where they got fucking basically jobbed out to the freaking disco midgets. Yep. And I was not happy. <laughs> In fact, I almost walked out of that SmackDown taping before the main event. If Randy Orton wasn't in it, I probably would have. Yeah, I mean, because it was I saw Pretty Deadly get the shit beat out of him, and then I saw Fire and Desire, or not Fire and Desire, the um, Unholy Union get the shit beat out of him, and I was like, "What the, like, this sucks." I know. My favorite people but, are getting the crap beat out of. Them. I mean, Pretty Deadly's getting a resurgence. You saw that. You saw the promo they cut, or whatever that was with the Queen. <laughs> that that vignette. was so good. Yeah, they're def- they're definitely being positioned. They're not jobbing out. They're they're going to be used for something big. The problem is, is they're funny. Yeah, and 
it's hard for people that are funny to get taken seriously as professional wrestlers. They need to do something like really bad. You know what I mean? Like they need to actually injure somebody in the back or something like that to like drive home the point that, yeah, these guys, you know, are fun loving, whatever, but they're real bastards when it comes to, you know, in ring stuff or something, just something to get them some heat because just being funny isn't going to do it. Yes. You know, and being a little effeminate, that doesn't get you heat anymore. Now, if this were, no. you know, 1983. Sure. Why they, not? They would have but tons of the times are changing. <laughs> yeah. Um, my wife wants them to get rid of the, the mankini tops. Too. Oh, like those are awful. no, 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 She's no, like, they no. That, I, that, that, that I draw the line on. They got to keep that. They look cheap is what she said. And I'm like, Ooh, that's the last thing you want your wrestling to gear look is. Cheap. Yeah, that's true. That is, that is true. You know, but it, 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 like, it suits them though. I think if they just wore it to the ring and took it off for the matches, because that's what they used to do in NXT UK. Oh really? That's yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. They do that. Just get rid of it when it's, um, unnecessary, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, so we got Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. Rhea, Rhea's got to win that. Yes. There's no, I mean, no, Nia doesn't, buts. Nia doesn't need to win. She's, she's good. We, well, we, we can Rhea's move on gonna, her. Rhea's going to be the baby face. Yeah. Because that whole, I mean, that's her home, home country. They're going to be cheering her on keel baby. I mean, they're going to be throwing babies in the air just when she walks out, when she does her entrance. <clears throat> oh God. You just made me realize something. Becky's not done with Nia. Well, see, that's the thing though. You could still, and I know that this isn't the Mania match that everybody wants, but if you really want to fuck people's fucking fantasy booking up, you could have Nia win and have Nia versus Becky at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. I was literally just thinking that. Because that's just as big of a match, if not bigger, yeah. because there's a bigger history there. I still think, I or, think Rhea Becky's going to be a better match. but Yeah, it will be. What you could also do is have Nyar cost Becky the chamber after she loses. Eh, eh. But then she'd yeah. have to you have to do the thing. Well, no, because I think the women's elimination chamber is gonna go on before Rhea. Yeah, that's true. Probably. They like to set that stuff up in the beginning. Yeah. And then the men the men's elimination chamber. Well, you'd also have to set it up to where Naya could actually get into the elimination chamber. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Which means you'd have to do yeah. like an injury angle like they did with Bobby. And they just did that like two years ago. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it might be a little soon for that angle again. Because that was, yeah, Bobby got taken out. And who was it that came in? Was it Brock? No, because Brock was in the chamber. Because he won. Somebody came in and took out somebody else while Bobby was being taken out. I don't remember who it was now. It might have been Miz. I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. Might have been who? Who were you, who were you thinking? No, it wasn't Miz. That's oh, no. Def- I don't think it was him. Who knows? It might have been... Was it Edge? It could have been? I don't know. I can't remember. Edge, there's another guy. There's another free agent that AEW got that's done nothing. Did you see the report? Apparently, people are saying that he's rubbing people the wrong way because he wants to give advice. Yeah. 
I mean, how many times do the do, do the do people have to hear that the 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 Cucamonga kids and their you know their circle doesn't don't want advice because the first time I hear it, I thought it was fake. Like like you know, it, I guess it was punk was the first one. Oh no no, it was Regal. The first was the first one I think. The first one I heard it from was uh, Tully Blanchard. Yeah, yeah, I remember this now. So I was like, okay, I'm just dismissing that. That could just be you know gossip. Then you hear it again, and again, and again. Well, and Tully's again. kind of an ass, so like I can see the way he gives advice being not exactly what people would want to hear. But yeah, I mean, come on, Edge. Yeah. Edge is like the nicest guy on the face of the fucking planet. He's fucking. He's very, 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 very freaking Canadian. Yes, <laughs> and Edge. Edge went to AEW with the sole purpose of trying to help people. Yeah, and okay. having matches that he wanted to have matches with, so it's like, you know, I don't know how to, I don't know, I don't know where I was going with that exactly, but it's like he well, went yeah, there. With the, that was the sole purpose of going there. Well, yeah, they're giving, and him now he's the, being shut out again. They're giving him the punk treatment. Every it's every so, veteran it, that goes there gets it, you know, because oh well, you you just want to make this better and. We think it's all great already. So why does that's it the mentality of every AEW fan, hundred percent? Yeah, you have half. You have not even half empty. You have like three quarter empty arenas. You know, a, yeah. a, a fourteen or twelve thousand uh, person arena, which isn't a particularly large arena. Really, but it looks it looks large when you've only filled up a third. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With with three thousand people in it. Yeah, I can't do math. It's a fourth. You know, and they're all on one side, so you can only fill one side of the arena. Yeah. And when you have to go to a break spot, you shoot the ceiling. <laughs> it's just it, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Yeah. And the people who refuse to admit, like. That's always was always my thing with the AEW fans, and I said this in the beginning. I still say it to this day. You can tell a WWE fan this. I didn't like that. That sucked. It's usually either oh well, I kind of like it, but all right, or yeah, that was complete trash. I didn't like it either. Yeah. You tell an AEW fan I didn't like that. That sucked. It's like a personal insult. <laughs> You have slapped their child. Yeah, right. You just sodomized their grandmother. Like, no, it's just, it, it's a, you know. And then they're like, oh, but wrestling's supposed to be fun. Well, then why are you defending it so hard? I know. And and no, it's, it yeah, it's supposed to be fun, but it's also supposed to make sense, people. Yep. Hey, look, we're going to bookend our, we're going to, I don't know if we're ending our podcast soon, but we're going to bookend the, the whole um, talk. Going back to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Going back to that match. The reason I hated that spot is it's completely, it takes away from the entire, you know, logic of wrestling where you have to make it at least look real and not make it look so, um, you know, just corny, I guess is how you would put it. I don't know what the word, what word it would be, but it, 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 you know, you suspend your disbelief until something causes you to stop suspending your disbelief. That and and that's what that that's what that one one minute segment was. It was like okay, he's just gonna laugh while you slap him, 
mm-hmm. or and kick him in the face, and you're not going to try to make that leg lock look like it hurts, no. that takes you out of the match. Forty years ago, guys used to look like they were killing each other while barely touching one another. Exactly. Today, they look like they're doing nothing while kicking the shit out of each other. Because those kicks look like shit. They look awful. Yes. You know, like there's a there's a reason wrestling fans don't usually watch UFC. <laughs> I hate yeah. to say this, but it's, no, really, true. it's true because real fights are not that entertaining. No, my, yeah. my, my, you know, my, my, my thing my dad always asks when, when, um, when I was watching this growing up, he always, he always goes, do you watch UFC? I'm like, no, nah, isn't the same thing. It, it's a fight. Yeah. But it's not, it's, it's not the same thing. It's, it's, I didn't know how to describe it, but that's exactly what it is. It's a real fight where they're, you know, not where they're not wanting to get hit. Yeah. And, you know, they, they want to inflict pain. They don't want to be in pain. Well, yeah. Wrestling, wanna, it's like, you, know, you, you want to give that back person... and forth. You take a person down and you start like trying to grab their arm and stuff, and it just gets boring real fucking quick. Yeah, you know what I mean when they're laying on the ground for two minutes, yeah. trying to grab an arm. So it's like, no wrestling. I mean, it is entertainment, but it's supposed to. It's it, it's a work shoot. It's supposed yeah. to look real, but no one's actually supposed to get hurt. Exactly. <laughs> well, not well, I mean, I not seriously hurt obviously it all fucking hurts because you're taking bumps no one's supposed hurts. to get injured you know yeah exactly no one's supposed to get injured you know taking a clothesline hurts fucking yeah. you know some people are stiffer than others that's just the nature of the business but bradshaw. there's a difference well yeah <laughs> bradshaw gets an excuse because i'm not going to tell him to lighten up on me no i think that would get you killed <laughs> i think if you tell him to lighten up he'll just do right. it harder <laughs> Because I was watching, what were we watching? Oh, uh, w- well, our next episode, I want to do WrestleMania 21. Yeah. And that was Bradshaw and Cena. Yeah. That was that was a good match. That was a good match. That, yep. wasn't, that, was a, uh, that wasn't even APA Bradshaw. That was just regular JBL Bradshaw. Yeah, that was JBL Bradshaw. Hey, JBL Bradshaw had some great fucking matches. I he did. Get, I need to get one of his DVD sets. I'll bet you there's a JBL DVD set somewhere. There's got to be. You know, and, and going back to what we talked about, about The Miz, see, this is what, if we would have had this podcast, if I would have known you back then during that era, I would have had a greater appreciation for him mm-hmm. while he was wrestling. Now it's just like, oh man, I'm, you know, I, I didn't realize how good he really was. Yeah. I don't think anybody did because you don't, that was never, that's never been a style that's been celebrated. You know what True. I mean? That's yeah. one of those things. But The Miz but also the guy, like mm-hmm. did it the right way because if you look back, at wrestling history, the majority of guys didn't get to be top guys till they were in their mid thirties. Really, yeah, you, you had, know, to, they you spent, had to earn your stripes, earn, yeah. you know, get get up the card because you had to learn how to work. And learning yeah. how to work meant learning how to do things safely, make them look polished and clean, and yeah. you know, no daylight. And Miz does that now, and he does it better yeah. than pretty much anybody else in the business as far as that particular style goes. Like. There's not a few, there's not a lot of guys that can hang with the Miz as far as like polished work goes. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Bret Hart likes the Miz. That's all you need to know right there. If Bret Hart likes him, you know he has to be good. Mm-hmm. Hell, I'm even, an, I'm an L Dandy fan because of him. I mean, he loves, Bret Hart loves, loves CM Punk. 
Yeah, I'm, and that's and you know I'm I am turning around on them. I admit that. Good. I I like my, me and my wife are going through. We're watching the uh, we're gonna watch the entire run of the Shield mm-hmm. from their debut to Seth Rollins turning on them. Okay. Every Raw, SmackDown, whatever that they're on, from then to then. So mm-hmm. we were we're watching what is it survivor series 2012 right now but i told her i will only watch it if we also watch all the punk stuff because punk was doing great work in 2012 and 2013 too and i want to see all of his matches <laughs> you know what i mean hello yeah i i heard most of that except for the last like maybe 15 seconds yeah, but I was just saying Punk was doing really good stuff in 2012 and 2013. Yeah. So I want to watch all of those matches because I was looking at best Punk matches and they were all during that time period. And I was like, well, shit, I need to, like, if we're going to watch The Shield, we might as well, we're going to be watching anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? But, yeah. yeah, no, I think, I think, uh, I don't know if we can do it next week because my birthday is on Friday. Oh, well, Ooh. happy birthday. And so I'm going to the casino for a couple of days, starting Sunday. I think we're going Sunday through Wednesday. So mm-hmm. uh, it might have to be the week after next. Gotcha. Which will be the week before, which will be the Thursday before Elimination Chamber. If we shoot for Thursday, that uh, would be the, oh, no, it would be the 29th. Okay. Well, I think I might be able to do the 22nd. We'll shoot for the 22nd, and if not, we'll do like the 27th or something. Works for me. One day we'll have a consistent schedule. <laughs> One of these days. You know, again, this is always just for fun anyway. Yeah. I mean, literally, I don't... The seven people who listen to us are never banging down our doors to get new content. So I don't they know. They should, though. They if, really you know, should. If, if that that would motivate us, us. If you listen to us and you're not banging down our door for new episodes... That's on you. Do you even really like us? Exactly. What are we doing with ourselves? <laughs> are we not men? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Men is what we are. Okay. Uh, we just lost all our viewers now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Except for Triple H. Triple H is like, these guys are good, man. Okay, let's hope so. They're, uh, Triple H, get us that meeting with Nash. Come on. Bob and Rob are uh, best for business. But the thing is. <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right. Just hire us. <laughs> yeah, Actually, they're looking for people in creative, so... <laughs> You know, I did, I did, I did apply for an NXT one. <laughs> I thought about applying for to be a part of WWE Creative, but then again, I'm like, I think I know too much about wrestling. I don't think they really want people who like wrestling. To yeah. be it. I would be like, I, that's fucking stupid. Why do you have him doing? It? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I, I, I put my name down though. I, I, I applied to the NXT one a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna get there, but work hand in hand with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, just don't make eye. Well, you you can make eye contact with him. Make sure you're making eye contact with the right eye. Yeah, I mean it's 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 literally just eye contact, not <laughs> eyes contact with him. <laughs> like over here, buddy. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Oh, we love HBK, even though he yeah. still has me blocked on Twitter. Does he really? Yeah. Well, I I kind of reamed his ass out about the Vader when he about the Vader match it. Oh well, yeah. That, that was des- okay. I'm saying it was deserved to criticize him, not for him to block you. Yeah, because I was like, "Hey, Shawn Michaels, why did you make Vader look like a, ta- a tub of shit? Why were you being an unprofessional little prick?" 
<laughs> Something like that. He didn't, he didn't care for it. Warranted. So he me. Completely warranted. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I, I don't fault him for it. I just think it's funny. No, I mean, again, I, again I'm again, i saying warranted what you said to him, not what oh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. I, I, had, I had a couple beers in me, and I had the cornet, you know, in my ear. Yeah. Tell me what a piece of shit Shawn Michaels used to be. Oh, he's making up for it now by giving us a good generation of wrestlers that I may still want to watch in a few years. I mean, I think he made up for it his second run, to be honest with you, because he put everybody fucking over in that run. Mm-hmm. He won, like, what, a tag team championship and the world championship once? Yeah. And that was pretty much it. All the rest were just feuds, personal issue feuds. Yep. So, I mean, fuck, like... What more do you want from one of the best to ever fucking do it? <laughs> he Can't put Jericho over. I that think he put Jericho on the map, to be honest with you. If he didn't, he definitely helped. Because, you know, that, that, that Jericho... I feel like no one, no one really took Jericho seriously as a main event threat until he had that feud with Michaels. Yep. I don't even know. If, I don't even remember if, if Jericho like came out of that on top, but I, I know I know like people saw him as like belonging in the main event. Well, he won like, thereafter. The first, I think he won the first match or the second match. Who Jericho? Yeah. Okay. And then he lost the like street fight match mm-hmm. that they had because Shawn Michaels just beat the ever loving shit out of him with his belt. Like that's literally like was the whole match. It was hard to watch. Uh, mm. But then again, I can't blame Sean for uh, going a little shoot there on him anyway. He did fucking, he's the one who made Sean go cross-eyed. Yeah. So I'd probably be a little pissed too. Like you're one of the best looking guys in the business and suddenly you've got a fucking eye that looks at the fucking middle of your nose for the rest of your life. I'd be How did that happen pissed. exactly? What was that? I, I always heard that that was what happened, that he was the one that caused it. But how did that happen? He... Put Shawn Michaels' head into a monitor. Oh, one of yeah. the uh, like, like an like a one of the early flat screen televisions. Yeah, and uh, I guess a piece of glass got in there and severed the muscle in Shawn Michaels' yeah. eye. <sighs> he couldn't really move it. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that great? Yeah. Way to go, Jericho. That's his, that's his um link to link to fame right there. Or, um, like that's how he'll be remembered. Mm-hmm. Busting Michaels' eye and Busting having a four. Ronald McDonald thinking he's David Bowie. Oh yeah, that, that, I blocked that on my head. I never <laughs> want to, I never want to see that image again. That's like one of those haunting images. Ugh, it's so just it's so wrong. It's like why would you one? Why are you gonna do a tribute to fucking David Bowie? Yeah, you don't have shit to do with David Bowie. You're a fucking Trump supporter, you dumb piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, you're the yeah. farthest thing from David Bowie there could possibly be because you can't even sing. Yeah. But then you're going to do a really, really bad cosplay with awful Ronald McDonald looking hair. Just, just don't, don't, Chris. Just, <laughs> just stop. Don't. Behave. Just stop. Just stop. He's going to try and he's well, I mean, oh, here's here's one last thing before we go, folks. OK, they're no longer Maddie and Nikki Buck. They're Matthew and Nicholas Buck. Because they're serious EVPs now. 
Have you seen this? Have you heard about yes, this? Yes, I have. I, I think it's I think it's I think it's incredible that there are a certain contingent of fans online who believe that this is not a character, that this is actually them taking it more serious. Well, I don't here's what I don't understand. <clears throat> when your actual smarmy pricks, how do you fail so badly? At acting like a smarmy prick. I can answer that with 100% accuracy. Please tell me. Lack of self-awareness. They do not think they're pricks. So they're giving off, they're playing what they think a prick would be. Not realizing that if they just were themselves, they would nail the character perfect. Mm-hmm. Because they have, I, I you know, I could be wrong on this, but I doubt it. But they have zero self awareness. Mm-hmm. That's and that's your answer. Well, the, I, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. It, it, <coughs> again, they are bad at literally every part of the wrestling business. There's oh, nothing. Yeah. In professional wrestling, that they are good at. No, what? I, no, there is. They're really good at getting people to buy into their shit, and by that I but, mean, but not the not the matches. Not, you know, screw the matches. But no, they, they're not. They're look not at everybody they bring aren't in. Buying into it anymore. No, but they're able to bring in all these like oh. you know, quote unquote, free agents. All their friends are able to come to AEW and work there, and they're buying into the idea that this is a great place to work, and well, that this is the no, this is on the same level as WWE. So they're like they're really they're just, good um, at scamming Tony Khan because they get all yeah, their friends to come they're, in. They're good snake oil salesmen. That's yes. all they are. But and I apologize if that somehow that because everybody can see that this the what they're selling is bullshit. Oh yeah. I, I just want to caveat. I don't know if snake oil salesman is der- is derogatory at this point. I no, I've, no. I've heard it always. I've, I've always used that phrase. If it is, yeah. I just want to say you know sorry. No, snake oil salesman is just the same thing as a con man. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's just like that's that's all they are. That's what they're. That's their best. I use the term loosely. Best trait. That's the only thing they know how to do in wrestling. How to sell their product to people to i guess the people who are willing to buy it i, I don't know i don't know the, the problem is is they're getting the law of diminishing returns because they keep oh, going yeah. back to it yeah but there's less and less people there for them to sell the snake oil too yeah eventually it'll run out <laughs> and the fact that eventually those have to be done the fact that tony khan has all the money really helps if tony oh, yeah. khan wasn't there and they were just in like ring of honor or wherever well, if Tony be Khan wasn't there, Ring of Honor would still exist. So yeah, in some form. Yeah. Well, not, if Tony not in the Khan form it's in right there, now. Ring of Honor would have gotten all the publicity and shit from uh, the all the original All In. All In, yeah. And uh, they would have actually been able to capitalize on the momentum from that and probably gotten themselves a decent TV deal at least. Yeah. You know. But... Yep. Of course, then Tony stole all of their talent to start AEW and stole the majority of the proceeds and uh, then bought Ring of Honor. Yep. And then stole most of uh, New Japan's talent. And now they're doing CMLL, right? CMLL? Is that mm-hmm. the company? Yep. Yeah. They, they, they completely destroyed TNA. Yeah. 
yeah. or Impact Wrestling. They had well, to, the, Impact Wrestling was hurt so much by them that they had to go back to their old name just to try to get over. Well, not only that, Impact didn't do themselves any favor when they fired Scott Demore either. No, but that's a recent thing. Because that was that that pissed me off so much, I stopped watching Impact. I, I haven't. I'm still watching. I'm still watching the clips. I mean, it it sucks because Scott Demore has a great mind. I don't know. That's why I was like, and I was thinking like, there's so many people that stayed or went to or came I'm, because I'm of him. Positive that that's why Ziggler went. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's all about you know. Like, you got to like the people you're working with too, and you know, with, with Scott the more at, at the helm, and that that's a hundred percent. That's that's exactly why he went there because he could have worked in New Japan. He, he was sitting anywhere he wanted to. Yeah, you know, he was sitting front row in New Japan, and he, and then all of a sudden decides to wrestle full time with TNA. So I mean, that should tell you well, exactly you, what it was. You heard the article about Moose, right? Yeah, yeah. He signed one of the longest deals in wrestling history. Because he wanted to stay loyal to Scott Demore, and like a month later, they fire Scott. Yep. I mean, if, if I was Moose's you, lawyer, I'd be trying to find a way out. You heard, uh, you heard the reason why they fired him too. No, I haven't. Oh, 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 wait, wait. This is the I tried to buy it, so we fired you kind of thing. No, he was the board of the owners didn't like that he was presenting himself as the president and owner of the company. In not mentioning the real owner's anthem enough on TV. I kid you not. Well, the character he was portraying mm -hmm. was the reason he got fired. Mm -hmm. That's bullshit. Yeah. That is 100% bullshit. That's bullshit because he's been with them since the very fucking beginning. He's been with them yeah. since they moved to that warehouse in fucking Canada and were, what was it, Global Force Wrestling? Yeah. That that that's that's horrible. I don't mean when I say it's bullshit, I don't mean the story's bullshit. I mean the fact that they fired him for that is bullshit. That's so stupid. Mm -hmm. I yeah. I was I, I, I thought it was stupid when I heard that oh, oh he tried to buy TNA and they didn't like that and they fired him. That 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 was the story I first heard. I thought that was dumb. This is just just takes the cake. Yeah. Well Jesus Christ. <laughs> If I'm WWE, I'm calling his ass up and getting him oh, into yeah. an agent or producer role. Yeah, Actually, 100%. if I'm Tony Khan, I would offer him as much money as humanly possible to come in and save my floundering wrestling company. But if I'm the Young Bucks, I'm telling Tony to stay away from him because yes, exactly. then it would hurt us. So, and how awful he was. It's just and, another Vince. <laughs> you've already got Don Callis. What do you need Scott Demore for? Yeah. You've already got a Don Callis. You don't need a Scott Demore figure. <laughs> yeah. Tony's live God action figure set. All right, folks. We're going to call it a do for tonight. We'll be back uh, when we're back with a brand new episode <laughs> of Back to the Ring. Uh, hopefully reviewing uh, WrestleMania 21, which has a really, really, really good card on it. Actually, yeah, it, it does. Was, I was when I was watching. I was like, "This is so good! I really want to like see this. I really want to review this." So yeah. um, we're going to do that. And uh, until then, it. Uh, well, do you have anything that you want to add before we head out? Nope, I'm good. Okay, I'm always good. I am good too. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter at Back to the Ring, uh, and you can find Rob at the Real Rob Pinoy. Uh, that's right, right? 
It's the real, real Pinoy, Pinoy Rob, Rob, I think. The real Pinoy Rob. You can find him somewhere. Yeah, on, I'm on floating Twitter. everywhere. Yeah, just go to Back to the Ring. I usually try and tag him and shit, so find yeah. something that he's tagged in. You know, he's a little goofy looking, so he's not hard to find. Exactly. <laughs> Says the guy who is also goofy looking. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, you guys have a great night and or great day or whenever you're listening to this. And uh, until the next time, in the words of my good friend, Arn Anderson, it's been your pleasure. So long. <laughs>